Yeah. All right, y'all. Welcome to the FTD podcast. Today we got a cool homie who I've just met recently, my boy Jack Pavlina, as well up, as uh, my co-hosts Bego Beats and Josh Guzman, J Red. Yo, 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 yo. What's up? How y'all doing today, guys? How's everybody's uh, week been? How's everything going? Doing good. Been good, man. Been good. You know, me, 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 and me and Bagel over here starting off, uh, starting off sober October and stuff. It's been going good. Got a couple, got, 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 got a couple, a couple things happening uh, this weekend. We got put to the test a couple of times, but um, man. yeah, sober yeah, October. sober October. But uh, but um, I, props. yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's been it's been rough a little bit. It's been rough, but um, honestly, yeah. they I mean, they considering for, our past. Our past episodes, you know, I'd like to say that, you know, we've, we've addressed Josh's problem, you know, and I decided, <laughs> hey, I decided, hey, let me let me go ahead and follow him into this journey, you know, because like maybe he just needs that little extra support, you know, after Solitude. our intervention, I think he 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 took that next week and he was like, wow, maybe I'm really doing the most right now. You know, I've been drinking all the time and, you know, like, you know, blah, blah. Right. And you're just being that no. homie standing in solitude with him. I like it. Hey, you know what you know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> you know, no, you know what, man? I don't even know what the hell this man is talking about because he was right there next <laughs> to me during all of those moments. So I don't even in know. Solitude, what this man right? is... In solitude, right? In solitude. In solitude, bro. Don't in worry. solitude, bro. He, he was just as bad as me. Nah, screw no, screw that. <laughs> in in solitude. In solitude. <laughs> fuck, fuck that. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> man but, uh, well shit jack how have you been though man i haven't seen well first of all i gotta say though actually real quick i give both y'all props it, the fact that you guys are committing to doing the whole month sober it's definitely uh it's intimidating and you know dope i, I was sitting playing some games with josh earlier saying that he's been feeling more clear-headed than he has in a minute definitely man definitely i've been feeling, have been. I, I've been feeling less energy but i guess it's kind of like a good thing Cause like now I'm starting to do more things that are, that are going to like, hopefully it's going to start driving me to like work out and like eat more, eat, just eat better, eat, eat right. That way I can actually get the energy the more natural way versus it being, Oh, you know, bunch of caffeine. Let's go drink later. You know, yeah. let's go do this and that. Yeah. Just that artificially powered day. Yeah. 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 I feel that. And uh, Jack for you, bro, I've seen, you have that uh, content magazine video drop earlier today. I looked up your name on YouTube to find one of your music videos to watch. And uh, I saw that content magazine video. That thing was awesome, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, that was a, that was a cool experience. Probably one of, that was like my first experience, like talking to people in the yeah, industry so, oh, with yeah. that kind of stuff. Hey, how old are you, Jack? I'm 17 years old right now. 17, crazy, bro. Yeah, I listen yeah. to your shit. Man, fire, bro. thank you, man. I like it. Hey man, I'm, I'm producing. Music. Oh. Again? How long have you been doing music? Uh, I've been, dang, I don't really know. I started just like really loving music since I was a kid because my dad really just got me into it. He oh, was yeah. always playing, like I'd walk into the house and music would be playing from morning to night. So there was never really a time in my house where the music wasn't playing. So it was always just kind of just a part of my life. Yeah. But I'd say I started like really making music about, three four years ago and really like trying to like produce my own music and start recording more things sweet that's dope man yeah. that's, that's hey, sick hey man Thank you gotta you. send me some loops or something bro I, I make i make music i do engineering producing and singing rap and stuff like that 
You know, yeah, hey, I got some some unused stuff, you know, send them over, bro. Let's make some yeah, I, as I told Milo, I'm always I'm just trying to make connections, just talk with everyone. I'm never going to turn down an artist. I'm always going to be trying to work and talk with everybody because, you know, I just want to be in the industry. I want people to know my name and the way to make people know your name is just to work with people. So, yeah, totally, man. Bro, I'd love to work to with that you. Mindset. Definitely. That mindset for real. Yeah, definitely, yeah. man. That's the it's a way to win, whereas if you keep on looking at the world like that and just kind of saying, fuck it, you know, whatever, let's just try it out and see how it sounds, yeah. see if I like it, see if I like this person. Yeah. And then you go from there. There's so totally. many people who will just write stuff off based off of, you know, oh, I, I heard a song I don't like or I don't know if I'm going to feel the vibe or whatever, and I'm never going to go meet them. I'm never going to go pop in the studio with this person. Or, and that can really throw off connections for a lot of people. And uh, Totally. Yeah, yeah. You never really know. You could hop in the studio with someone and some chemistry goes down and five minutes go by and you're making some insane you're shit. That just, and who knows? Yeah. The best friend who's actually this crazy producer who pulls it. Yeah, there's exactly. Yeah, you got to meet people to never expect. Yeah, I totally agree. You got to meet people to just start needing more people in a way. 100%, man. So you just dropped yeah, this yeah. album, right? The, yeah, the I dropped... Yeah, my album Shed that I dropped on Saturday. It's has seven songs in there. I'm super pumped about it. I think I worked on it for about a year and a half. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty nerve wracking. I was pretty nervous to put out an album just because, you know, I'm a smaller artist and I was really worried that people aren't gonna like listen to the songs and whatnot and not get through the whole album. Yeah. Um, but you know, I just kind of said to myself, I got plenty of songs, kind of in. That I got in the works right now so why not just throw these out there and just keep working on stuff because my main goal right now is just to keep putting stuff out there exactly man that's all you oh, gotta man. do just keep keep putting stuff out keep putting stuff out doesn't matter you know some people are gonna like some of it some of it might be bad some of it might, might be good but it's just keep releasing content you know what I'm saying I totally agree but, yeah but um so, that, that, that that oh go ahead go ahead my bad no no you good you good you good Oh, I know. I was just gonna say that that um, I I peeped I peeped that album that album, man, and I, I was I was liking it, man. Like I, I felt the vibe. Um, you you were really you were really um being being very um very open. Like you could feel like like you, you were venting a lot. You were venting a lot about about yourself on some on some songs and stuff. And I like you really felt the emotions and stuff. Like I, I like it was for sure like vibing. I, it was like a good vibe. Like I felt that. I really I Thank really you, felt man. through it, man. I appreciate yeah, there, that. There was definitely a lot of honesty in there. You could yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I try. I try to make that come through with my vocals and my lyrics for sure. Okay, so wait, what does what does shed mean? So um, yeah. I recorded yeah. and had and uh, produced all these songs in my shed. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, sick, so, sick. Yeah, so Milo's been there, but in my backyard, I got a garden shed that was originally just had all my dad and mom's like garden supplies in there, and it was just kind of not being used. So about three years ago, my dad just basically stripped it apart and uh, soundproofed it so i just go in there and it's like my it's my personal space just to explore and just make whatever i want and just have privacy that's beautiful man that hell is, yeah fucking awesome i love that your dad yeah. has that, that support for you your creative passion like that's that's so important it's so cool yeah it's it's definitely been a huge help having parents that uh are fully on board with it because i mean they both know school has not been my thing. I mean, it's a Monday. I'm not even asked. I haven't gone to school. I'm not going to school. It's just, it's not my thing. And music has totally been my just escape. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's a video drop with a, a solid 
you know, saw the, what's it called? You know, promotion agency, as well as you're doing a podcast, like you're working on your, your yeah, obviously it's, it grinding, man. Yeah, grinding. Not, yeah ex- exactly. Wasting away the day playing video games. You're doing something with your day. Yeah. I, I think that's definitely why they're uh, willing to help me as well as they, they definitely see my passion for it and that I'm very committed to it. And I put the work in every day and uh, it's, it's paying off slowly, and uh, yeah. it, I, I really, I'm really loving the journey so far. It's been fun oh, to yeah. watch. For any of the the listeners, my dad is friends with uh, Josh's dad. He moved in to no, their not, neighborhood. Mean, uh, I said Josh <laughs> with Jack. Chat, yeah, two J's in the call. Jay artist on getting confused. Now my dad and Jack's dad are uh, are friends. The my dad moved into Jack's dad and Jack's neighborhood about two years ago. At this point, yeah. Yeah, yeah they've been ago. awesome neighbors. Yeah, we love your yeah. family. They've been they've been a great family to have in the neighborhood and we love hanging out with them. And uh yeah. Our dad's been playing are... ping ping pong tournaments in the backyard. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I saw he won the, the tournament they had, right? <laughs> yeah, the ping pong tournament in your backyard. It was pretty hilarious. Ping <laughs> pong tournament. I heard that there was, there was a lot of hype behind that thing. I was hearing about it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was going down. It was it yeah. was pretty cool. My dad was talking about how he was training and shit. <laughs> yeah i've gone back there i think once or twice just to kind of check it out and it's pretty it's pretty intense back there they get they get pretty crazy damn yeah that that that's, that sounds sick man that sounds sick well yeah. um shoot i'd like to i'd like to hear more about 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 your album man like what what, what really made you you know like get get that emotional you know or like release those emotions you know what i'm saying like because I, re- I really felt some of those songs i really felt like i was i was really liking um some, uh, that 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 very very first God, roses 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 like roses. You, yeah roses that was good that yeah. one bro yes that, bro. that one that one by far is my favorite for sure because i just felt like i just related to it and i feel like it was a song that not only i could relate to but listeners could relate to and that's kind of what i try to do with all my music is make something that not only i relate to but my listeners yeah. can relate to yeah, so yeah. just makes it more interesting and you know, I want people to connect to the music, but yeah, um, spot on that one. You hit the spot. Yeah, on. but you definitely felt that one. Yeah, but roses, roses is just about me kind of fighting through the norm, like normality, and just people thinking what's supposed, to, like how things are supposed to happen and the way things are supposed to go. And I haven't really followed that normal path of you know wanting to go to college or wanted to focus on this and that. So it's just kind of me taking the crap from people about what to do and just kind of getting back up. It's kind of what I felt from that song. I like that, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. That's sick, bro. That's sick. Yeah. Hey, you listen to it too, right? Yeah. Um, I actually listened to like half of it. I didn't get to listen to the rest of it. I started from, uh, from 408 because Milo sent me the, uh, the music video for it. I was going to say, yeah, I really like it. I found like the... I don't know, like the guitar and it was like really interesting too. Like you can tell that you've been doing it for a while and you really like feel out what you're making. That's what it kind of yeah. sounds like, you know, and I'm trying to get that to that point with playing piano and stuff like that. I definitely feel what I'm making and I'm very big on like drums and making like the song, but creating those ideas from scratch out of a feeling is something that I'm still learning how to do. Yeah, no, I totally get that. That's something that yeah, I'm still working on it. I think every artist, in a way, is still working on that. There's and no, yeah, there's, there's no end point on that. There's well, I feel zero like musicians, end point. musicians versus artists. I feel like would be different because 
like if you're the one who originally creates the chords that inspires the feeling, then that's different versus you have some chords and you, you like make the feeling happen based on the original idea that gave you that kind of emotion in the first place. Right. Like totally. Wait, what? My mic is cutting in and out. Are you guys yeah, over here? Cut out. Yeah, I cut out real quick. Yeah. You okay? Uh, yeah, I'm good. But uh, what I was saying though is, uh, like, elaborate on what you mean by like musicians versus artists. Just so most of, of the like, time, like most of the time, I feel like an artist or a singer, I guess a better way to put it, or a rapper or whatever. Most of the time, you know, unless they're like creating a melody purely from scratch, just like a melody they hear in their head, right? Most of the time, they're relying on music to give them that that pathway for a flow or that that pathway for a melody, right? Because, mm. I mean, unless you have, like, some crazy melody you hear in your head and you just sing it in your phone and you make a beat around it, which will happen every once in a while, mainly people hear a beat, I feel like, or they hear uh, some certain chords and then they come up with a melody after that, right? But that, totally. initial, that initial play, right, that musician touch where it's like this person has composed like the chords so that are going to back versus it a, versus a in, like you know orchestral player type of a that, that no I, i'm saying more of like like an artist like in in a sense of like someone who hops on a beat right and creates a, a, a like rapper? i feel like i the feel like let's say subsect of genre so like i'm trying to get down to more specifics here okay well here, here's what i'm saying so yeah. I, I the way i see it is when you play two chords right that's the start of everything for the most part. That's like, that could branch out into so many different ways. Right. But every decision you make, like at least in the production side, like pre pre-recording, right. You're making a beat. All of that kind of ends up narrowing it down into a certain pocket. And then from that pocket, what an artist will do is they'll write a melody to go on top of it. That kind of expands it, but also kind of specifies it. Artists, though. Like, uh, what will do? Like, oh, what do you mean? Because that's that's where I'm getting thrown off. You're saying what an artist will do, like a musician and an artist. I see a musician as an artist. I see in a in a way, yes, but I feel like I they're not like doing an art as an artist. Anybody who's doing something artistically as an artist. Yeah, I I, I agree with that as well. And I, I see that, I see that too, but I also don't. Term. I think you could. I think that I think that mu I think all musicians are artists, but I also don't think like all singers are necessarily composing like music. And that's what I was saying. Yeah, so a composer versus a versus somebody who's just playing something that's written yeah and i wouldn't call necessarily all artists musicians by the same thing right because a musician i feel like is someone who composes you could be a painter, could be, a painter. Could be an artist i know but my, i'm past that yeah. point what I'm, I'm saying is that that all i mean all musicians are artists and all painters are artists but like someone in the sense of like a music artist is not necessarily a musician because they're they're coming onto something that is already pre-made and then they're kind of adding their, their singing on it. I guess if you want to consider the, vo well, I, the I voice totally instrument. I understand that. Point, yeah. No, no, no. I, I get what you mean. I, I was yeah, confused yeah. on the artist term of it. No, not the, yeah, you know. I'm saying artists more of like a music artist versus a musician, right? Like the difference between that. I'm not saying just like the super vague term of like what an artist would be. But I was just more of saying like the, the let's say when a rapper gets a beat, right? The beat may create... Uh, like a blueprint for where someone could go multiple different ways and the artist chooses that specific lane that they want to go down with whatever you give them and they create their own vibe but that vibe wouldn't be there if they didn't hear the chords they didn't hear the drums they didn't hear the stuff that kind of supported it 
So my problem is coming up with that very, the farthest idea, the, the first idea in that blueprint, like getting something to start off with. Once you have something that really makes you feel something, the rest of the beat comes together easy, right? And then if the artist feels that beat, the song will come together super easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that was the main point I was trying to get across. Oh, it makes sense. It makes sense. How do you, how do you like, moving on to Jack though. So Jack, how do you like, decide what scale to use or how do you just decide what to play like do you just hear something in your head and you just start playing yeah go into that um majority of the time i'm just kind of sitting down either in the shed or in my room just kind of strumming away on the guitar um vibing yeah you know i just like yeah you know i'll just kind of like hum melodies and just kind of come up with things and i don't really have a specific way i go towards making a song she's kind of what it's kind of what the emotion of the guitar is kind of saying. So like mm. if the, if the, if the guitar is giving me like this happy, like energetic vibe, um, then I'm going to sing about that kind of stuff. That's what I'm going to write about. But right. if I'm getting more of like a slow kind of sad vibe from my guitar, I'm going to write about that kind of stuff. So that's how, that's like one way I write a song, but then there's my other way where I just kind of start writing lyrics and then I just kind of, mess around with different chord progressions to figure out what goes along with those lyrics that I've written music behind it after. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's kind of, there's like no one way to write a song and everyone has their different ways. And so I think there's, that's where collabing comes in really well is that you're never, well, there's just, there's process. Yes, exactly. And there's just, there's so much chemistry to be found between multiple artists and different ways to make a song that, maybe you've never even heard before well, and so, so that's i know i know that diego's definitely been experienced in that working with uh mark kush recently you guys have been making some dope stuff most definitely yeah we've been it making a lot like of super stuff out of either of y'all's average pockets in terms of what you'd make individually but uh it's, it's super cool collaboratively yeah i mean i mean i don't know i feel like we, we do make like stuff that is really in like the bay area pocket but it does end up sounding different just because we got like two heads that are kind of working on it too exactly my point yeah that's That's really cool cool. yeah it's fun to hear that stuff so do you have anybody that you like to like collaborate with or like you're like go-to you know writing friends or anything like that or is it just kind of right now you and anybody you can work with my more more of a my go-to man is cody cody beats uh you can see him listen to him on spotify and apple music cody beats he is an amazing producer Cody. Yeah, shout out, to, shout out to Cody Beats. Yeah, he's an amazing producer, and he just has an ear for things. And um, it was really cool how I met him. I was working at this, like, skateboard shop, Ohana board shop in downtown oh, Willow yeah, Glen. Hell yeah. Yeah, sadly, just it actually closed down. Yeah. So that's, like, a sucky thing. But um, ah. one thing that I got out of it that was, like, super cool was uh, one of my buddies that was working there. I was showing him my music one day, and he was like, yo, I got a, I got a buddy that's, like, really into producing. And I'd really never worked with an artist. Like I'd worked with artists in the past, but I never really worked with like a producer. And I was like, all right, you know what? Sure. Have, like you guys should slide over to my place and we'll knock some stuff out. And um, I was pretty, I was pretty like nervous, not really knowing what was going to come out of it. And I think five minutes into us just sitting down, we came up with the song and it was like the most fluid thing i'd ever gone through and it felt so natural and we just connected off the spot like it, it was awesome 
and I, that song is actually slowly that's out on apple music and spotify um that they came out like i think two months after we met up because we were just that's awesome yeah it was just sick man yeah it was just so fluid and ever since then for about a year now he's just been coming over like once or twice a week sometimes like three to four times a week and we just we'll stay up stupid late and we'll just knock out like four to five hour sessions just cranking stuff and sometimes i mean everyone has those days where like you're just not feeling it and you just don't get anything out of it but majority of our songs just come from just him just sitting in the shed with me and we just figure something out and it comes just out of nowhere and uh yeah so yeah cody beats and he helped me uh, produce shed he was a a huge help with shed and helped me produce a lot of it and so and he's taught me a lot and i've taught him a lot so we've just been able to work off each other a lot oh that's That's always man creative relationship to have yeah, yeah you definitely need that to, to help you to help you grow i feel like once you find that one person with that chemistry it's like man you could like you're almost like, gonna be unstoppable like honestly yeah, i totally agree yeah and i think there's just so much to learn from everybody like he, he has shot, taught me a lot so i'm like same with milo i mean milo came over my place one time and I'm, I'm i just had this song coming over there more man i'm excited to yeah shit. yeah i had him come over this one time and i had my had this song out you know, he, he works with rappers um, usually. So I was like, yeah, you know, I don't know if he's going to completely dig this. And I set my computer down. I, I just, I had a track pulled up and I think he, he just kind of walks in, sits down and just starts doing things on my computer. And my mind was blown. I was like, holy crap, dude. Like, what is he doing on my computer right now? But I just <laughs> let him do it. I just let him do his thing. I was like, I'm not going to stop you, man. Just do your thing. And it, <laughs> like, he ends up making my song just sound like 3000 times better. And I was like, dude, Oh, we are. I, I'll, I'll be. I'll be working with you more. Yeah, Milo, he's an amazing sound engineer, <laughs> and I, I just can't. Most yeah, that. yeah, it, it was pretty awesome. Man, I've been Dude. enjoying. I'm, I'm back in classes now, finally. So I'm like actually studying stuff again. Really, really grinding the, the mixing again, and it's been so fucking fun. I I can't stop just thinking about it, talking about it. Like that's a uh, today in class, one of my teachers pulled up with a his homemade synth. It's this crazy, not a mod synth, but this, this weird um, Euro synth rack with like a 16, 20, I don't remember the, the top half of it, what it was. But the top half of it was some nice ass like synthesizer as well. Super yeah. dope setup, you know, also working on building a mic cable today. Like, then it's just been so nice to be back in school back on campus like just hanging out everybody who i'm around is all creatives and all you know musicians sitting in class some kids like yeah you're knows how to mix i got an artist who's trying to like a rapper who's trying to get in the studio yeah oh yeah i got you bro yeah working with him that day after class on uh, last thursday he's like yeah that was awesome that's super cool yeah man being surrounded by so many you know creative minds must be must be like something else milo like that you have it's just yeah but i can imagine like you just have everybody there like that's that's one just that's like so many connections you can make two it's like you've seen how everybody else like is how everybody how everybody else's like creative processes and how everybody else thinks how everybody else is working and like i feel like that that's really dope like you you are for sure like living a, a good a good experience right now yeah man no like like we're talking about with the you know having more more than one you know process that you can work off of when creating it's like having basically a damn near infinite resource of people i can go to or you know just a handful of teachers plus a 
fuck ton of students that I can all go like I can go and sit and walk up to any number of them and ask them, hey, what yeah, the sound to you? What do you what do you think I should do with this? You know, like yeah, yeah. getting a lot of like real hands on feedback and stuff. You know, it's been awesome. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think your goal as a producer and just like a sound engineer is to be able to work with any type of genre and any type of artist. And that's something that's something that I caught right away from you is that, I mean, you work with rappers mainly, but you took an acoustic song of mine and just blew my mind. So I think, I think the main goal is from a producer standpoint is just to be able to work and collaborate with any type of artist. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, my, my pops asked, he's like, yeah, can I hear the, the track that you did with the, with Jack and I sent it to him. He's like, man, I ain't heard nothing. Like I've never heard you do anything like this before. I was like, yeah, me either. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember Milo telling me. I remember Milo. Milo was um he let he let me peep it when he was working on it, and I was like, "Yo, man, like this actually sounds really good." Because he was telling me like I've never worked on anything like this before. Like I, I don't like like it's, like it's something completely different and stuff. Like I don't even know like how it's I'm gonna work out. Sure on how I feel about the guitar on it. Like I feel like I could fix the guitar or like make the guitar just hit harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that'd be something yeah, fun to sit in person and do with you. Like, you know, that's what I want to do. I want to sit in person with you and just kind of sit and just listen to it and just go over everything, just very pers- yeah. yeah, precise. No, like you could ask me to, to send you the, the mix as well, which I'm not gonna I'm not gonna send out the file, but I'm more than happy to sit and show it to you and walk. You yeah, yeah. It. No, yeah, and that, that's actually I didn't know a lot about that, but that's really cool that like um you keep that kind of stuff hidden to yourself. It's really cool because you got like your own style. Yeah, I got some secret sauces I don't want to give away. <laughs> no, good, no. Strip of course, the tracks out and make it into a template, which I don't want. So it's, there's, there's keep that. that I gotta... Yeah, man, keep that. That's that's really cool. I really respect that. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, I know Diego started getting more into the the vocal recording. He had this little beat camp this weekend. Did you have any uh any artists slide through, or what was that like? Little... We, there were a couple artists there. You know, we don't really have our setups there, so we couldn't necessarily do the most. We did. We made the made the most out of what we had there but um i was also gonna say too i mean i feel like that's where me and me and milo are kind of different when it comes to um like sauce like i feel like i i love spilling my shit just because like i don't know i feel like my my secret sauce in like nine ten years is gonna be a collection of shit that because maybe i've shared some shit with somebody that i that you know is making music they may come along and tell me something else later on i feel like that like the producing community is like weird in different places but that's the thing that's the difference between the production and the engineering side of things too though it's like yeah but i mean i also i, I do this works to i extent. still do this i, I still tell people sauces. about my mixing and stuff too oh but, and the same um, way i'm giving you game on the mixing and i'm sitting give jack yeah. game but i can't give out my templates oh no yeah but um but i don't know like i i'd be helping people with that kind of stuff just because i feel like it's just better makes you get better music out of everybody and then yeah, I, I feel get like the I sat and really broke down a lot of the mixing stuff for you and really got you deep into mixing, right? I mean, I wouldn't, I, I mean, yeah, you definitely, you definitely answered a lot of questions, but I, I, I figured out a lot of stuff, if anything, for my brother, because my brother was doing a lot of mixing on FL and he oh, showed yeah, me right. how, to, how to do that, how to like do it originally. But the, like a lot of stuff I, I just learned from just watching YouTube videos that if I had any like really crazy questions, I would ask you a couple questions and you definitely helped me out with some like certain things. Like when you and Marcelo were arguing about, parallel compression and that's oh, we were that's what i because he thought of it he was talking about new york compression as all of parallel yeah but I, yeah but then that's that's how we like actually get into that type of stuff too but um but anyway the v camp yeah that it was like pretty interesting i mean we had a ride up with mark kush and um we went oh, up there 
But yeah, there was two beat camps you went to in the, since this last podcast. Oh yeah, but that one was an inspiration based on like I, we did. I did that because I felt inspired from the one that I ended up going to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that stuff. that one was cool. We met a lot of cool people. Um, you had a writer from like, huh? Yeah, we met a lot of cool people once we got there. Uh, we met DJ go? Grumble or DJ Grumble. Shout out DJ Grumble, fucking oh. one of one of the dopest sampling producers and also one of the most humble humble dudes ever. Most um, genuine people ever, man. One of the most yeah. genuine people ever. And yeah, y'all went to like a studio or Airbnb. UC Davis. They had an Airbnb for okay. a week there, yeah. so we were just uh, out there. Everybody's sick. yeah, everybody's in their like own like respective rooms. I didn't bring a laptop because we were only supposed to be there for a day, but we had an option to stay there later. And we're like, fuck it, dude. Like we had we had the week off. We might as well just be around these people for a little bit longer and just you know just hang Start out and vibe out and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, what I started to learn too is that I don't know, people, like everyone works so different. You know, talking about the creative process part that you guys were talking about, and Josh also touched up on as well. Everyone has their own creative process. Everybody kind of works different. And when I originally went there, I kind of went in there with this mindset that like everyone kind of thought the same as me, where I'm just like, let's all like make stuff, let's all work stuff. But everyone has their own egos. Everyone has their own kind of way of doing their own things that was very eye-opening for me as well i think just going there and being around so many different types of creatives and you get to and you see what kind of energies you fuck with who you have chemistry with and that's kind of i feel like also moves on to what jack was saying about collaborating once you have once you find people that you're actually like like you have that chemistry with you know personality wise and music wise you guys are around the same level you know you could really make some dope shit and that's what that's what grimble was doing with his friend um grant as well they they make a lot of stuff together uh you know they they know some pretty cool people too like that like i i think that one of them knows uzi's producer uh 20 uh they know like they've worked with a bunch of other producers that are like in that pay scale and that pay range of like clout i guess you know they've they've linked up with a lot of different people and it's just cool to see someone like Grumble, who has been producing for 10 plus years, be so humble and just so authentic to the the group of people, you know, that we were with. He didn't he never seemed like the type of dude to flaunt what he had, you know, even though this dude is a fucking has a Ph.D. in chemistry and makes beats on the side and has 200K monthly listeners on Spotify. He sure doesn't act like a person that you would think has that like has that type of repertoire. Definitely cool. not. That's always, Definitely that's not. Man. People who are, you know, humble. And like- yeah, and he yes. said he'll come on. He'll come on the podcast too. So we'll definitely be talking to him on a later date for sure. Hell yeah, that's exciting. More in depth on that. But yeah, and then awesome. you were saying about the the beat camp. You know, we did get stuck out there, so we we our ride yeah. option kind of disappeared. Don't really want to get into that, Last but second. that was some bullshit. Yeah, that was complete bullshit. But it's fine. Um, ended up taking Amtrak back, and then we get back to my house. What happened? Your ride huh? flaked out or what? Like, huh? Yeah, just a ride flaked out. Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah, but yeah, um, you don't have to be so you don't have to call nobody out. You can just be gay about shit. Continue. That's what I'm doing. And so basically, yeah. Long story short, ended up getting back. Parents decided to leave. I said, "Fuck it, let's have our own beat camp." So me and Josh were like, we just set up like our setups <laughs> downstairs and just made a bunch of beats like the whole weekend, like our first weekend being back and starting sober October, right? Yeah. Now we're here. That's yeah, cool. yeah. And honestly, though, man, that 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 little that little mini B camp that we had at um at Bago at Bago at Bago's house, man. Oh my gosh! I honestly came. I like. 
I made probably probably like 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 my best two beats that I've ever made. And I was coming back from that from that uh beat camp all, um out there in Davis. Like being out there really like inspired me. Like when I when I was over there, I, like it was an eye opener for me because I mean I haven't I've kind of been on and off with this uh with making beats and stuff with producing beats and stuff and like working on music because I have all this other stuff going on on the side. But being there in that room in that Airbnb and seeing all of those creative minds and all that all that creative process happening and like seeing how, how like some of these people in this room are actually deep in the game. They have connections and stuff. Like I felt like, man, I gotta get on top of my shit. I gotta get like, I gotta start, I gotta start getting the ball rolling for real. And like, it also like, yeah, yeah, and like also just seeing how people work and stuff like that. It kind of like inspired me. It kind of like gave me like a little bit of game too. Like I was really just observing everything. Like I was, I was there to soak up as much as I could. I was like just watching everything. Of course, I was trying to have fun too. You know, we did kind of turn up. We were kind of like living life and stuff a little bit too. But other than that, man, I mean, like it was for sure just like a whole like. Just, just, just like watching how people work and just seeing how how people move differently in the game and stuff. And like it was just it was just so inspiring. So then coming back to uh to the beat camp um that we had at at, at Bagel's house at, at Diego's house, the man it was it was it was dope. It was dope. I felt like I really felt like making music. I really felt like actually working on beats and stuff. And I made some like some of my my best work. I'm not even gonna lie. And it was dope. It was dope. Man, that's, that's super cool, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. It seemed like you guys were both just grinding hard while while you were over at Diego's spot. Definitely, definitely were. It was it was good vibes. It was good vibes. Even though it was just me, him, and then you know Marcus slid slid through. Um, like that shit. That shit was sick, man. It was dope. It was, it was the good vibes. We actually we were getting work done. Work work was getting done for like for show. That's awesome. That's always a good feeling. Hanging out with the homies and actually getting shit done. Yeah, man. But yeah, and ain't nothing better than that. Just get just, just catching vibes, creating vibes. Hell yeah. No doubt. Well, shit. Let's uh, we're gonna hop into a little intermission. Um, Jack, we're gonna take a little fifteen minute intermission. If you wanna, we'll we'll get the uh, call back and launched up in a little bit. Sounds good. And go. All right, and we are back. Yo, All right, yeah. shit. So, on another note, I uh, I gotta run it back, man. We we've been talking about shows and movies and shit recently on the, the podcast. I just watched another one. Uh, a fucking banger ass movie. What you watch? The other night, what was it, bro? This fucking uh... oh, I'm spaced on the name now. Yeah, right. Now I'm totally spaced on the name. Last second, I was just looking at it like a second ago. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, well, either way, uh, before, like for the that I watched that movie while I was on Bart on my way to go down to San Jose. He said, "Cut the <laughs> yeah, right." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it'll come back to me um but it's a good movie i'm telling y'all <laughs> all right when i hear the name i'll watch it yeah, <laughs> yeah. hey that sounds like a banger choose that yeah yeah, yeah yeah all right let, let's cut that let's cut that let's cut that. <laughs> either okay and we're back <laughs> welcome back to the podcast. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, so- rewinding it back you know we're talking about uh, shows and stuff. we're talking about movies and stuff what movie that uh that I've actually watched semi recently that was pretty fucking dope. I almost kind of just want to go rewatch it. Uh, that movie, uh, I think it's called Baby Car, Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Baby Driver, bro. That movie is amazing. Fire. That is probably one of my favorite movies ever. A fucking banger, dude. The whole thing is like in rhythm. It honestly sounds like one musical, except it's just not. They yeah. Did, fucking sick. They did like a weird like looping thing with the yeah. I don't remember exactly, but I remember seeing like a music or like a, a YouTube video about something that they did that was like really unique and weird with the audio. And it totally doesn't right. make for good radio, not knowing what it was, but 
the I know that that movie had like something off than like you know abnormal in terms of the foley setup that they did. The, all was, the music seems to be like all, all of the gunshots seem to be like in time, and yeah. like, they all sound like it's all rhythm, which is kind of cool. That's yeah. that's what it was. Is yeah, yeah. They they based all, everything off of the score, or like they, they designed the score into the the actual you know sounds that everything was having. Which I don't know. I think that's just awesome. Yeah, I feel like that's like the best type of music to listen to. Like foley yeah. or like background type stuff, or what do you mean? No, when music is just. Oh, I, I'm really into like skating. So when I watch like a lot of skate edits, uh, a lot that. of like when they when they like yeah. land tricks or like they're doing shit, like all the tricks are cohesive and just connected with the music. Mm. So watching like listening like having good a really good soundtrack in a movie or just videos in general just yeah. changes everything. Definitely, a hundred percent. No, yeah. When it when it matches and just fits right, it can really change the whole different. energy. Yep. Yep. No, the that video that you have for the the 408 video with you guys skating and like that that first little clip like hey let's go skate or whatever and then it cuts into the song yeah that's like one of my favorite parts about it just because it sets the vibe so hard you know it's like okay this yeah, is yeah, yeah. where we are right now you know for me it's a throwback to back when i was you know 17 back y'all's age and it was that every day of hey let's go bike or hey let's go skate you know yeah that's that's me every it's, day man. uh it's fun to, to have soundtrack behind it to watch y'all y'all go and do your thing with you know totally yeah yeah mm. music sets the vibe man yeah it's definitely you know, a nostalgic-esque song so it's just i don't know it worked right yeah thank you man i always speaking of, of you know like shit setting the scene though for real like i went down to san jose on uh friday went to a couple bars with my pops and as well as a couple friends from middle school, uh, shout out to my homies Lowell and Sean and Patrick. Uh, and I'll stood out to what was it? Uh, El Camino uh, Beer Garden and sat and watched some dope soul singers perform for a cool minute. And then went from there to go uh, chilling, like, you know, downtown for the first Friday shit. Yeah. Went yeah, and sit over there, went and saw some cool like art gallery thing went into a the new level up they have downtown which i don't know if josh or diego have been in there nah Mm-mm. diego uh the new level up they have they just put one in downtown san jose I haven't gone yet i unfortunately i probably won't go until the end of this month but yeah I have to go yeah well understandable understandable yeah they got one in downtown campbell it's pretty cool. i hope you don't wait what what <laughs> yes yeah, so the, the first level up they had in downtown campbell There's yeah that's pretty cool saying. Jack, you've been to that spot, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've been yeah. there a few times. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a rad vibe, man. I went there before I was 21, and now being 21 and being able to go to the Level Up spot, is uh, it's it's definitely a new new enjoyment and appreciation for this place. That's super but, cool, uh, man. They got, a, they got one in downtown now. We walked past it. There was some punk band performing in there. So I yeah. went in and listened to the Happies play. I, I've never there heard of go. them or heard them, but they were fun. And good Good vibes. Yeah, I feel like you can't just you just can't go wrong with live music. Live like, punk is always a vibe, dude. No matter how shitty is. all the artists are, it's like yeah, dude. it's a hard one to fuck up. Yeah, dude. I, I, you just they just were bad it. artists either, but that being said, it's just <laughs> it's a hard genre to fuck up. Yeah, you just slam yeah. on some jazz. I probably couldn't do it, but compared to jazz or you know the the soul singers that I was listening to at the bar beforehand, it was definitely a. 
a switch in level of talent, but also more so the vibe that we were looking for after we were at that level of fade. Went over to some uh, downtown or like some uh, outside rave that was going on and then went from there to uh, to OJ's, original Joe's. Mm. Got a couple more brews over there to end up the night. It was a good ass time, man. It was super fun. Oh, yeah. That's super oh, cool. Yeah. See, I I, I would have joined you, you know, but you know, all, all, the, all those brews around this, you know, on your first uh, night of sober October, uh, on too. the first night of sober October, <laughs> you know, but you know what? That 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 night we, we were also put to the test, you know, you know, me 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 and Diego, we said, you know what? We just you know we're just gonna go to the store, grab some Red Bulls, and say fuck it. These Red Bulls, who are gonna pretend like these Red Bulls are putting this on? Hey, so, Josh, you back know, up from your mic a little bit. You're, oh. you're, Sorry about that. Sorry about that. No, we're continuing. So you got some Red Bulls? Uh, yeah, yeah. We got some Red Bulls. Got some Red Bulls, and um, and we were just pretending like, bro, we're trying to have have like, like a little placebo effect, like a placebo effect, where it's kind of like we're telling ourselves, like, yeah, we're stepping on something. You know, we got we about to be a little on, like like we pretending like be like some little bruiser, whatever the hell, kind of kind of telling ourselves like, yeah, we're on, we're on, we about to get lit, we about to get lit. And honestly, man, it worked. I don't know. But right now, I'm sipping on a Red Bull right now. Uh, as we speak, I popped one open, you know, at the little little break. So I said, I said, fuck it, you know, I'm gonna pretend, give myself a little placebo effect, because you know what? Every time we do a podcast for like damn near every episode, we just sipping on a brew or you know, got got, yeah, got man, some butter or something. But um, this time, you know, it's a Red Bull, and I'm just you know just here trying to pretend like trying to pretend like I'm about to be on, and that that's, that's pretty much how it's, how it's been. I'm pretty much I think how it's gonna go. How it's gonna go for the rest of October, just trying to pretend like these energy drinks are gonna put us. Yeah, just on build up a just, caffeine addiction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but caffeine addiction, you know. Fuck it. There you go. Sounds healthy. Yeah. How sober is it if caffeine if you're high on caffeine the whole time? I I you know what? He can drive. Yeah, 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 that is true. I wouldn't get a DUI, so it counts. Hey, you know what? Fair. Theoretically, right? But also, I don't know if they would test for cocaine in your system either. Like, you know, there's other drugs no, that you I mean, put like, into that like category or like acid. But you wouldn't be taking be like, acid all month. No, but Milo, you know that that's not the point. It's not I'm about acid. Around. It's not about getting tested. It's more of like, like. No, it's doing it for yourself. I'm, no, I'm totally. Yeah, I know, I know. But like, can you drive like on something? Like, are you that? Are you actually like out of like under the influence? Like, I'm pretty sure you had too much mission. coke. Probably couldn't fucking drive, right? Yeah, you're probably right. Weed, probably can't, right? Too much. Probably acid, any, definitely any couldn't. Of those shits, you probably couldn't drive. Yeah. Right, but caffeine is like an exception. Like caffeine, you might be able to drive with a little too much. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would. You know, it might just be more anxious, but like you, you wouldn't like be impaired driving for sure. Unless you're just, I, you might, there, like, just might have a heart attack. I, I was just making a joke originally, but yeah, I, I agree, Diego. Yeah. Yo, speaking of jokes, speaking of jokes, dude. What are we speaking? Oh of? my Uh-oh. god, this is fucked up. Yo, uh, Uh-oh. by the way, uh, Jack, Jack, uh, now we're mo- we're moving on to this new segment. You know, it's this not new now. segment. You know, it's about. I'd say it's about like you know. I'd say like fourteen episodes new. You know, yeah. out <laughs> of our seventeen, like right? our seventeenth episode. Yeah. So uh, we do this thing <laughs> called the. It's not. It's not paired in. Honestly, I don't like it. Wait, Diego, we can't hear any of it. Yeah, I'm kind of losing. Kind of losing. 
All right, we're losing you. Oh, we're, we're doing the floating. Yeah, oh, it's shit. a floating man segment. All right, we're good. Hold on. Uh, you gotta start setting that thing up in the break, my dude. It's working out now, motherfucker. Anyway, um, so yeah, yeah, the the Florida man segment. Uh, Florida man fatally shoots son-in-law who is trying to surprise him for his birthday. Wait, so what is the Florida man segment? The Florida man segment is where we talk about Florida man. The Florida man. So Jack, what the Florida man segment is, is that we, we look at a day in history, or today, a year ago, or however many years ago. On October 4th, what did a Florida man get arrested for? That's what the, the Florida man segment is. So what, what did a Florida man Florida get arrested man for? fatally shoots son-in-law who was trying to surprise him for his birthday. Oh, oh, sick. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. God damn. Tough. That well, it, it fatally shoots him. So, so murdered him. So he yeah, murdered him for his birthday. That's a concern. No, 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 Milo, Milo, Milo. Right, that's where we open our ears, right? I'm going to explain what happens on the, the next part right here. Florida man who shot and killed his son-in-law who jumped out of a bush to surprise him for his birthday. So basically, the dude jumps out of a bush. The dude's like, what the fuck? Just shoots the dude that jumped out of the bush. <laughs> like, what? So he, like he, so he was gonna shoot anybody. That, but this, that, wait, why, why, why is that your first in, like instinct? Just to shoot somebody when they hop out of a bush. First of all, like what? Like what? What kind of like like he must he must have been on the lookout. He must be like and like paranoid or some shit. Like somebody out to get me type shit. Oh, but then again, so it's guess, Florida. So I guess so I guess it actually was um it it was it was like it followed an uh, unrelated incident at about nine thirty where a relative banged on. Uh, this dude's front door and um, he, like I, I guess the dude runs out and runs the, and he ran outside and ran the person off so then oh. um, I guess like later on um, like that same night at 11 30 um, he heard some banging on the the back door and um, says that this dude made a growling sound when he jumped out of the bushes <laughs> and then that dude said, "Fuck that," and shot him. Oh my god! Jeez. Damn, like how? Fa- damn, he must have reacted pretty damn fast though. Like just like a what, what, like a quick draw that's type a, shit, like John Wick shit, dude. Like I'm some yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. Like what the fuck? What, what are, are we no, in the wild crazy. west out here? Just oh, bah, just <laughs> this shit out. Just that's some Clint Eastwood fucking bro. Wait, what kind of gun was it? Let me see. Uh, if it says didn't mention it, yeah, no, yeah. No. Damn. I assume yeah, it was a pistol or something. Instantly. Yeah, I killed him instantly. Damn. High caliber pistol? Shit. I don't even know if it was a pistol or not, but that's fine. Man pulled a shotgun out of his back pocket. <laughs> well, I mean, there's nothing here that says that it act- that he actually... That it wasn't a shotgun? <laughs> he could have actually just had the gun drawn when he went outside. They never actually mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, I, was, yeah. I was exaggerating for the story. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. That's Dang. insane, bro. What you guys think about that one? That's wild, man. That is. Are, are all the Florida segments normally like that? Yeah. Happens? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> wow. it's a, it's kind of a weird mix of like murder between like like domestic violence, just complete fucking tweaked out weirdos, and it's uh, <laughs> sometimes just some like all right shit. I think the last one was like kind of just whatever. Like, no, because there was like two. The second one was pretty crazy. I think the second one was crazy, but some of them are just kind of like minor. Some of them are pretty intense. Yeah. You know, it's 
Florida men are just weird. I'll, I'll say that, Jack. I don't know if you've ever encountered any Florida men yourself. No, but I'm pretty interested in them now. I'm going to do some research tonight. <laughs> so be careful. Yeah, Florida, <laughs> there's just something like, you know, just something in the air in Florida that just causes people just to, you know, not not act normal. Just like Florida just like its own, its own like isolated area. Its own world. Yeah. We yeah. have the hyphy movement. Florida's Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Florida exists in Florida. They can't. They can't have it be a time. Man, yeah, I, I mean that's probably why they don't wear masks. They they didn't wear masks over there for like such a long time. That was like a huge issue over there, huh? It was like they were. I just didn't need it, dude. They're like, yeah, bro. We got savagery in the air. They a different breed out there, man. Like this, it just don't make sense, bro. My grandpa used to live out there. I think I mentioned this story on the podcast, but he had a little pond in his backyard. And uh, I remember one time kicking a soccer ball around and the soccer ball went into the pond and knowing that there was an alligator that lived in the pond. I never saw the, never saw the soccer ball again. <laughs> yeah, that was the end of that real quick. Of course. Fuck that. No, no. Damn, man. Just imagine just seeing alligators and crocodiles all over the place. No, I cannot do that. Man. Dude, yeah, some... I don't know, man. Some states I could totally see myself move into. Like, I would have no problem living in Colorado. Or I could maybe even see myself living in, like, New York or something. I'm not a huge fan of the East Coast, but, like... Like Colorado, Washington, stuff like that. Like that's fine. Florida is is doesn't seem very normal. Nah, that's the thing, right? It's like it seems like there's just something like like Josh said, something in the air, man. Yeah, there's always something yeah. going on there. Man. Yeah, bro. It's like it's it's like it's like Florida is like, like like the Bermuda Triangle. I feel like of 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 the U.S. Where it's just like a lot of weird shit happens there that just can't be explained, and it's like why are people acting this way, and like you just don't know. You just don't know. <laughs> I think that's the best way to put it. They also got some great music coming out of there, though, too, though. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, how's the music scene in Florida? It pretty seems fire, right? I mean, pretty fucking pretty great. Fire. That's where a lot of the underground music has come out of well, there, got, you know? On top of that, we got we got um, New Orleans, Young Boy Never Broke Again. We got Kodak. Ain't Denzel Curry from there, too, ain't he? Or, uh, no, nah, Denzel's from uh, New Orleans. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Dominic yeah. Fike, but I know that he's from there as well. Dominic Fike yeah. is dope. What about yeah. I didn't know that he was from Florida, but he's awesome. Yeah. Jack, are you working on any uh, any new projects or like after this album? What's your what's your next move? Like, are you gonna sit back and chill for a little bit? Sit back and just kind of make music and figure out what you want to do next, or what's like oh, the and process? T-Pain's from Florida. That was the other one. Oh, and T Pain, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, my chill time is making music. So I'm kind of always working on music. There's never going to be a moment. I mean, I, I know at some point I'm definitely going to be like a little bit more relaxed about music and just kind of like not, and maybe just like writing more. No, I feel you though. And finding that like piece while sitting in the studio is definitely a, I, I connect on that 100%. You know, yeah. studio is my church. Yeah. No, yes, 100%. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm always working on projects. I have, I mean, I don't know if you guys got the Files app on your phone, but that is like my favorite app. The Notes app and my Files app on my phone, those are the two best apps I've ever had. I spend most of my time on one or the other of those. Yeah, Notes, I just I have a bunch of random lyrics that 
I may never touch again, but you know, just have them there. And then, um, yeah, my files app, I just a bunch of audio files and just ideas and stuff that I've kind of just thrown out there. And, uh, yeah, I'm always like listening, re-listening to those, like thinking about what I should work on today and the next day. And, you know, so yeah, I'm always working on something and hopefully my, my goal is like once, like at least one to every two months have a new song come out like a new single or stuff like that because i want to hold back on doing albums from now this, this album that i dropped was kind of like my last album until my name gets out there a little bit more but yeah, from now on i just stuff grow a little bit and get some yeah totally i want to just kind of release singles and grasp people's attention and kind of just keep them engaged that's the way to do it right now man singles eps just quick releases doing stuff yeah. back to back to back like just keeping your name rotating around you know totally yeah i totally agree with a, that I feel like stuff just gets lost in the internet so fucking fast now. You know, it's it's a very it's, scary. It could be my favorite song, and I'll have it. I'll have totally forgotten that I put it on a playlist two weeks yeah. later. You know, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's but I'm on to the next two albums, and oh shit, now there's all this stuff dropping it. You know, and then boom, I totally forgot about that. That's that's all social media is too, man. All this TikTok stuff is just exactly. you got a trend for about a week, two weeks, and then it's forgotten about, and then stuff just kind of keeps moving yeah exactly no and then the world keeps on moving and you you better keep on moving with it yeah exactly that's a it's a lot to keep up with i've as a as an upcoming creative of any type that's just intimidating it it is yeah i didn't really go into music thinking i'd be like having to promote myself this much i kind of just i mean like when i was younger i'd be like oh i just make a song put it out there people listen but there's just so much behind it promotion wise that is just a pain in the ass. It's that, upsetting how much business stuff there is as opposed to. Yes. Yeah. yeah it, is, it is really upsetting and it's very, it's just a lot. And uh, I'm still learning and I, I lack on that a lot. Cause it's just, uh, it takes away from the creative flow in my opinion. hundred percent. Uh, that's what I'm struggling with right now, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you speak up a little bit. I got like, fucking like i don't know 400 something beats on my computer right you got a ton of bangers too they're all great beats yeah and like the more you make stuff the more you realize it's like dude none of this is going to get out there like the way that i would like it to yeah and it's unfortunate that you as a musician especially i feel like as a producer too but like because i could make like five six hits in like a day or two right of just beats but in order to get them to the right people and then on top of that they have to feel the right thing like it's just so like the the marketing stuff is it's i used to think it was 50 50 but i think it's more like 80 20 you know it's like 100 percent. you know right and yes it's it's just so hard to really get your stuff out there without putting in a, like a fat effort in order to be able to like doing so you know yeah, it just it just takes one one song or one video, one post in a way. Just that connection over everything. Like Diego said, it's it's who you know as well over what you know. Like the, the who you know versus what you know is such a such a big thing. Like I feel like who you know really does do so much in terms of you know, like like Jack with that um the that content magazine stuff. Like you got that because of being able to perform at my dad's spa, right? And and do tell yeah. you perform there and it's like you know you you know my dad my dad knows those people yeah and you got given the opportunity and you took it you know and so it, yeah. it really does come down to you actually putting in the work when given that chance but or at least yeah. given the chance to show the work you've been putting in yeah totally but, i think uh, and that, that was such a blessing and i think you were able to show uh, off and show out and it 
They went, okay, yeah. fuck, I like it. And, you know, same yeah. with me. That was when I first heard your music and I was sitting there going, oh, God, this kid's talented. What the hell? Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah, I've, I really appreciate that. And I've, I've definitely found that the best way over anything for an artist or a musician to get their name out there is to perform live and just go on the streets and just show their music to whoever the hell is out on the streets at the moment. Because it, it can bring a personal connection. It can just, it just makes... And it makes the music sound better. Like talk about the emotion within music. When it's just like for me, when I'm just it's me and my my voice and my acoustic guitar on the side of the street. That's when I think I'm the best because I'm just so I'm just in the moment. And so you'll go and sit just, on the side of the street and just perform for whoever's walking by. Yeah, I, that's one thing that actually COVID really really did impact is performing live for a while like you couldn't really go to like cafes or stuff like that and just play which i was like there's that's no what open I was mics like. yeah yeah and that's what exactly what i wanted to do this past year was just go perform and do that but i mean i've definitely found my way of doing it by just kind of going to the um my local streets with people around them and just kind of performing for them and yeah, i mean that's, what I'm saying. that's that's so awesome if you can go out and sit on the hood of your car with a with an amp on it or you can just yeah your cars like it doesn't matter dude like if totally if you're sitting out there performing that's you know you're getting your sound out there more than anybody else who's sitting inside at that that's, point you know yeah that, yeah that right there is real work man that's real work damn that yeah that's, that's so dope that you're doing that yeah you put it you, yeah. like that man if you ever Thank want you, any, uh, any help with any of that stuff i've been trying to convince a couple of my artists, a couple of my rappers to go and do something similar. So if you, I'd love to come out and, you know, if we could find a mixing console to use or something like that, or I'm sure we could find yeah. something. And, yeah, uh, dude, you know, I would love to get in this around, stuff. get some live sound. That way you could get your dubs run in, like running through the background or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That would, that would I'm actually be huge. Yeah. I've, uh, I've just kind of gone out just legit my guitar and me, and I've definitely been like a little quiet. So I kind of just, I got a battery. Yeah. Let's make a little concert. Yeah, dude, that's what I want to do. I want to, I think that's, that's by far just the best way to connect with people. And I think every artist doesn't matter if you need it, like can play guitar or piano, you don't even need an instrument, go out there, click play, start rapping. I mean, like you should just, every artist should just get out there and perform because that's the best way to uh, get your name out there, in my opinion. Yeah. No, a hundred percent, bro. It's just being outside, just talking to people. Like that's a couple of the artists that I work with most frequently are just people who i've met walking around in oakland yeah and like just hanging out and like not even necessarily doing something music related just being outside and sparking up the conversation about music or seeing something related to music and then you know going and talking to them and you know boom there there we go now that's you know i could told diego and josh let's do millie who we're going to be trying to get on the podcast soon i met him over at the liquor store one day just going like uh, I was just going to buy some snacks and beer or whatever. Get a get an artist on my way home. It's like that's such a it's so great when you're able to sit and talk to people and network like that. It's gonna it's gonna do a lot for you. Yeah, that's super cool. I, I definitely agree. That's just it builds a connection and then there's just so much yeah, there's just there's a lot to be said for going out and just performing. Man. So where and, and where do you go? Where can we find you on the streets performing? Uh, as of right now, just kind of the prune yard, where is like my local shopping center. It's like a block away from my house. So I'll just kind of go down there. I haven't been doing it enough, to be quite honest with you. 
it's something uh-huh. I should probably go do every week, in my opinion. But I wouldn't say it's lazy. I just get really caught up in just working on music and perfecting my own music that I don't want to go out and perform it in a way. It's just, yeah. But uh, yeah, before you go and show it off, right? Yeah, Yeah. which is one of those things that artists, I I feel like every artist has that problem is that they just can't. struggle with that. Yes. Even the songs I have out now, I'm like, God, like someone will play and like, Jack, it's your song. What do you think about it? I'm like, dude, this shit sucks. Like, yeah, gosh, I'm sure you guys can relate to that one. I definitely do. Just that. Just, yeah. it, there's never an end point on music. Like, there's, no. There's no such thing as you finishing a song. No, it's just like, you settling. Yeah, right. Exactly. You just settle yeah. on, on this is my final. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, I, I, I agree with that, but I also think at the same time, um, like, I feel like you, when, when you drop something, that means that you're just confident with what you have you know, but then you may listen to it later and decide that you settled, but like in hindsight, but I feel like when you, when you finally have the, the right version of a song then you're like, yeah, this is it. This is it right here. I feel like, I don't know. I've like had those versions too, though. I've definitely had yeah. those too. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. There's definitely that point where you can get something done without having that, that, you know what? You're right. Yeah. You things should be that. dropped. I think you should drop things when you're hyped on them. And no matter what, later, you're always going to have that hindsight later. Hindsight, yeah. yeah you, you, you you're going to always look later. at it. You're going to show yeah. people and you're going to get more feedback on, on it. And you're going to get better at what you do, right? And then you get yeah. to that point where you're like, all right, that shit does, you know, it's not even really that good. You know, like I exactly. think downplaying it is a really dangerous thing to do to yourself. Because if you're making music that's not dope, then you should figure out why it's not dope. And, you know, like I, I feel like people who like, like if you say that to yourself about your own music as you're making it, it's not going to come out like, the best way you know you just got to be realistic with it all right this is too loud this is this and that you know forming that judgment is not something i feel like it's healthy to do until like after the fact right yeah like, i think that's definitely sure. it. when you're confident with something i feel like it's different than saying this is fire or this is not fire you're just confident with what you made because this is what you want to put out right and the totally less judgment that surrounds it the less cloudy your vision is going to be when you're looking back at it and also when you're making it yeah i totally agree with that i, I think you're completely right i think it's about making the best possible music you can make in that moment and it's like building your portfolio it's like that's what i'm doing i'm building my portfolio of music to show to people like my first ever songs those are the ones i'm gonna be like dang those are the ones i i look back on and i'm like yeah oh, i've definitely grown a lot exactly but, it's fun to look at those too though man like, it, it, it is it is it's good to see how far you've come in it, yeah. it's, it's it's such a weird feeling it's like it's one of those things you'll never think is really going to happen like i think oh, i'm not really getting anywhere but if you if you really look back at some of the first shit you've written or some of the first, first stuff you produced you did, yeah dude it's it's a it's ridiculous it's such a good feeling no for sure on that that same note of like like the other said you know it's like when you're feeling great on it in the moment it's like you come back to it it's like how did i ever like i've i look at you know the first things i ever mixed where it's like you know i didn't know any mixing engineers i didn't know what the hell i was doing i just pulled up garage band with a bunch of rappers and like like what we call the shed which is I, I really love that you have your album named the shed and you call your studio the shed you know my, my goal if i ever have a studio it's going to be called the shed you know that's that's yeah, there the you name go. Of, uh, of the spot like that's i've always been a proponent for the shed studio yeah there you go totally but um man no i started with just a bunch of rappers in there it's like man i, I have like four eqs with cuts in the same spot and it's like why am i cutting out all of the it's like I, i've got like four one decibel cuts 
at 1k like i could have just done a four decibel cut once like yeah. it's all back to back it's like what am i doing here like just random like yeah, com- it's, double it's compression four, four band-aids on like one thing that could have just used one big ass band-aid exactly yeah it's like what what was i doing so your pile of trash from all the band-aids scrap after just like <laughs> i mean i guess it covered up the wound so <laughs> But that's a, dude, good, that's, that's a good analogy. I like that. Yeah, that, that totally was. It's it's really interesting because I've, I've like found that music is such a different language. Like if you were telling me this stuff, like all the compressions and EQs and all this shit, like two a year to two years ago, I would be lost instantly. It wouldn't mean and anything. Yeah, it would not mean anything to me. I'm like, I got a guitar and a voice, man. Like, what you talking about? Compression. I'll, I'll the chord. Yeah, like what the what the hell is that? I'll sing louder. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. Dude, just like I used to, just like turn things up and be like, oh, okay, it's good now. But yeah, yeah and that's it, that's how we all start, though. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm still learning that stuff. Yeah, it's it's such it's such a cool process, and it's such a it, it's a, it's a language, in my opinion. Yeah, it's such a it's a really really cool language that is a really special thing to learn. Yeah, for sure. And so, what what DAW do you use? I think you're on uh, Logic, right? Yeah, I'm on, I have Ableton. I mainly use Logic just because it's so much easier to record through there. For what you're and, doing, I feel like Logic is... I'd say Pro Tools is going to be probably... That's what, what I want to grow in. That's what I want to grow into, for sure. Yeah, Pro Tools would be your uh, your best friend once you get that one down. Because yeah. clip gain yeah. and just some of the things that you can do in there. Are, yeah. Uh, like, it's got a lot more capabilities for recording as well as with your Apollo, um, the, the interface that you run. Yeah. So it, gonna work better for sure that would be amazing. yeah uh, i definitely want to grow into doing that i have ableton because originally i wanted to start getting into like making beats and all that um and I, i've definitely messed around with it and made a few beats nothing like too insane uh, definitely stuff in, the, in like quote unquote the moment that was like making me like oh my god this stuff is crazy but um yeah i think logic is j- just worked out really well for me because you know i'm rec- i'm just consistently recording and it's so easy just to like record and just play yeah and uh, yeah it, it worked out really well for me no doubt have you been using any of those uh those techniques i showed you with the recording stuff too yes like, in terms of yes. nice well okay, only a few because majority of them i completely forgot because it was like so much going on uh, yeah we went over a you. lot of shit in yeah. like 30 minutes 20 minutes or whatever <laughs> however long i was there it was not yeah, a lot of time was, with a lot of stuff it was covered. a lot i was like trying to take notes in my head and i was like because like after that 30 minutes i had to go straight to work and i was like driving to work like holy crap like what what do you say like command what (laughs) if you ever have any questions on uh on like shortcuts and stuff like that i've got most yeah i think it was i think it was that night that i like i started texting you like hella questions i was like bro like what was that again yeah no i love uh, it keep it up man keep it up yeah asking questions keep on growing and stuff yeah yeah it's super cool yeah i love learning that stuff it's it was a it's a big pain to start with but once you kind of get the idea for things, it's such a fun experience. Hell yeah. Everything always is always difficult in the beginning. Everything always looks way harder than what it is. Like once you start getting like when you start understanding things, things start to get way, way easier. You're like, oh, this makes sense. Like, oh, that's what that is. But yeah. at first, everything just kind of looks like like what the hell am I looking at? Like, what the hell is this? Like, definitely, definitely is is it, it is very confusing in the in the beginning, always. 
I totally agree. Yeah. yeah, I think I think the first time I ever opened Ableton, within 30 seconds I closed it. Because <laughs> I just, I just like I was like, yeah, we we not doing this today. Yeah, Dude, nah. Like, the first <laughs> time I saw Ableton, I, I mean, I still think Ableton looks like a spider. For real. Yeah. I I've never opened Scary. Ableton before. Ableton scares me, bro. Dude, I I've just like I, I can somewhat I can do some things on it. My my buddy Cody Beats uses it, and he's a freaking wizard with it, dude. He just like. He just knows everything. And I, I think that's like one of the most fascinating things to watch is someone on a DAW you've never like you don't know really how used. to use. And yeah. And they're just, process. yes, dude. It's, it's such it. a cool process to watch. Man. Yeah, Both yeah. Diego and, uh, and Josh are on FL. And I feel the same way watching, watching you guys produce. It's like, man, I got nothing to add because I don't know how yeah. the hell you're doing anything you're doing, <laughs> but it's dope. It's fun watching it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I find a lot of it's really cool. With Ableton having its master, its mixed channel all on the bottom, like it's such a weird spot for that. Like, I like yeah. bottom little like line of plugins. I don't know. It, that always confused me. And then like you know, FL having the in system sequencer. I don't know. There's like things about all of it. It's just like ah, it's too much. Yeah, yeah. What, for, what, for me, Logic Pro Tools are the the ways to go as a, a like recording engineer for for vocals or instruments. I totally agree. Yeah, that's definitely yeah, especially because that's what I mainly focus on. It if just works out. If right. you're on a Mac, it's that's the way to go. Totally. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Well, shit, man. I think we're about to wrap up. Uh, Diego, Josh, do y'all got anything more? Y'all, you guys want to add? Yeah, I mean, well. I don't really have anything specific to add, but at the, at the end of our uh, podcast, we uh, would like to give you the chance to shout out everything. I know you have the album Shed dropping. Uh, you could talk a little bit more about that. You know, just do a quick little wrap up um, and just tell people exactly where they can find you. Yeah, yeah. your Instagram handles all that. Yeah, uh, on Instagram, you can find me at Jack Pavlina Music. And uh, I have a website that just got put out, jackpavlina.com um so awesome. please go check that out you can and subscribe put your email last name is p-a-v-l-i-n-a right yes sir yeah yeah yeah, yeah jackpavlina.com yeah please go check that out subscribe to my youtube channel jack pavlina music all that good stuff help get my name out there i love and appreciate all the support and yeah. uh yeah and yeah thank you thank you guys for having me on this podcast i really appreciate it and yeah gave me a chance to talk to you guys and i really appreciate it no doubt, man. We, we're gonna have to all link up at some point for sure. I was telling you, I got some producers that I got that are gonna want to come up, like come through. Uh, Bego is one of them. Our yeah. boy Mark Kush that we were mentioning is another one. Uh, I'm sure, we're gonna find some artists to, to end up pulling up with soon. We'll get a, a fast studio session going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are all welcome. I'd love to have you guys over in the studio and just crank some stuff and you know, yeah, get, get it going. Where, where are you at? Like, what what area? He's right around the corner from my dad's spot. Yeah, Campbell. Oh, like where, Southside? Oh, okay, okay. Like, yeah. literally, like, yeah, right yeah. there. He's, he's yeah, like, I'm like, in Alviso. I'm in, like, uh, you know where Great America is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah that's, like, like 20, that's, like, 20 minutes away from me. Yeah, and then uh, Josh is in downtown. Right by San Jose State, yeah. Diego, sure, before sure. we wrap, I got to ask, bro. How, like, did you go to Great America a lot growing up? Like, how was it growing up next to Great America? I Part of me is, like, I mean, so I jealous, actually, and the other part of me is, like, indifferent. I mean, yeah, like. Like, I, I didn't even like roller coasters for, like, the fattest minute until I <laughs> just pressured me onto them. And then I was like, ah, oh, whatever. They're not that bad. Still haven't gone on drop zone yet. But ah. it kind of just it kind of just loses its spark, definitely. But it, it loses its wonder to it because you're just right next to it. Haunt is always still pretty fun, especially if you get kind of drunk. 
but um, for the most part, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's chill though. It's chill. Like it's, it's. Very, I'm very indifferent. That yeah, it's not something to be super jealous of because it still costs money to go. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's not like it's a cheap place. It's, even if you get like the season pass or whatever, you still have like they got ridiculous food prices and all that bullshit. That's like twelve, like, twelve bucks for a water there. All right, Bago Beats, uh, all all one word, all lowercase, one word. Just to follow us at the FTV.collective. FTV.collective as well. Uh, Milo Kimball uh, Music. All, all of our uh, Instagram handles are always tagged in the, the episode. So. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yep. Milo Kimball Music, Jack Pavlina, Josh Guzman, or J Bread, Bago yep, Beats. Three, two, three. Oh, yeah. Appreciate y'all. Uh, yes, thank sir, you a ton, Jack, for pulling guys. up, man. Great to have of course, you. Thank you for having me. Take care. Oh, yeah. Take care. Y'all have a great rest of your night.